This is just a smidge more with Brandy Henson. I'm Holly Stillings, and this is everything you want to know without an appointment. This is a weekly podcast where medical profession and real life collide. Welcome to part three of our series. What do you think, not to change subjects, but what do you think about your central nervous system? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we literally have physiological reactions yes. to our partners. So like when Brandy, when you were kind of sharing that, like we do take it personal when it's our partner because that's our attachment figure, yeah. right? And so like if a baby's in distress, our baby's in distress, we're in distress. Mm-hmm. It's no different yeah. when we become adults. We just seek that not from our caretaker anymore, from, but from our partner. So the inflections in voice, our tone, like we're really sensitive, especially yeah. when it comes to the people that we're close with, because it's like, if my husband's upset, I'm upset, mm-hmm. right? And so if he's really stressed, I'm like, what's wrong? Nothing. And mm-hmm. I'm like, really? Because like, that's not what I'm picking up. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so like, you know, we have a physiological reaction, our cortisol levels. Mm-hmm. Um, research has shown um, in the EFT model when we're connected with our partner, we can actually stand more pain. We can tolerate more pain when we're connected than when we're disconnected. Hmm. So this is like physiological yeah. reaction. Mm-hmm. Life is more stressful when we're not getting along with our partners. Very much so. Yeah. So See, you were right. So absolutely. <laughs> your entire we all need sort to of lay in the grass. Yeah. <laughs> well. Or go it's get true. it, go in nature, right? Yes. Go in nature. But I, it helps me. And Travis likes to tease me about it. I know. He'll be like, I'm going to go lay in the grass now. <laughs> he can't lay in the grass. He's allergic to grass. Is he? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, so, that ruins the yeah. story. <laughs> a hammock. Yeah, go, go lay, lay in the dirt. <laughs> go lay in the dirt. Um, but I have to get outside every day. I feel like yeah. I have to. Yeah. If not, I'm out of whack. Yep. I think yeah. my husband would say the same thing. Like, we run outside. You have to go out That's and like, be outside be outside we run on a trail like be in the dirt i don't know take your walk it really really helps yeah probably grounding right there's something like being in nature well and gardening they say is like great for depression because of the spore someone's gonna say holly you're an idiot but i okay i think it's that the the spores or whatever that are within gardening once you touch the soil Mm. it's like very healthy for you wow I don't know. Like I've gardening. never heard that, but I do I, like gardening. We'll have to look it up. I heard that. I didn't research it. Just please tell me you did not get that off Facebook. <laughs> I didn't or TikTok. <laughs> I just, everything's on TikTok. That. Everything's on Somebody Facebook or TikTok. So I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> it makes you happy. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to ask you the question since no one would fess up to uh, <laughs> knowing a sex therapist. <laughs> so let's talk about dating your spouse and sex. What is normal? What is healthy? What is unhealthy? What's not normal, I guess? I mean, I guess if you define normal and not normal. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I think the first thing is, is every couple is going to be different, but I think communicating, like, what does that look like? It kind of goes back to love language. What does a date look like for you? So like, for me, it's me and my husband just doing things together. It doesn't have to be like a romantic dinner. Sometimes it is, mm-hmm. and it'll be impromptu, right? Um, but it's going grocery shopping together. It's kind I, of I do- love that. Yeah. It's we like hardly just ever get to do that, but doing- every once in a while, that's so nice. But that's my dance mm-hmm. with my husband. It, look, it can look different. But the other thing is I think there's an ebb and flow even when it comes to sex. Sometimes yeah. sex is more frequent. Sometimes it's less frequent. Um, checking in with one another. I think I'm a really big proponent of like, hey, like, are you feeling like your cup is filled? Like, 
You know, if yeah. not, what does that look like for you? Because couples will say, well, how many times a week is normal for sex? And I'm like, well, how many times is normal for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I don't want to like set this baseline and then it's not realistic for them because yeah. every couple is different. Yeah. But um, obviously men stereotypically that's how they feel connected is through sex. Mm-hmm. Women, it's typically emotional connection that they feel closer. Yeah. So the problem is, is when couples come in and they have neither of those, I'm like, dude, we need to get one started. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but a lot of times they're like at a stalemate where it's like they don't want to like have sex with their partner because they're not giving them emotional needs. And it's like, you know, obviously, like consent's important, but it's yeah. like we have to get one yeah. once mm-hmm. it has to get moving. Otherwise, there's resentment, and resentment's toxic to a relationship. So, I don't think that there's like normal. What is probably the average that I hear people that are married for a long time say? Probably like two to three times a week yeah. is mm-hmm. kind of a baseline for them. Yeah. Um. Any more is great. Um. Any less, and you know, the partner's needs aren't being met. So I think it's just checking in you know, with your partner yeah. and asking them, what does that look like? Yeah. I know that's not like the best answer. No, or... that's a good no, answer. That's, that's good what answer. I wanted. I wanted to hear a baseline. Yeah. A baseline. Two to three times yeah, a week. Yeah, but you can't. I was like, what's yeah. Yeah. Say? Yeah. Yeah. Did... I, Courtney We're said. We're not going to go. Are we going to? We can't go there. No, we can't. <laughs> because Joel and Trav are over on their own chart. But <laughs> they've done their own like, charting like system. When we had Dr. Martin on, you know, she said, you know, you know, typically is women get older, their sex drive goes up. Men's go down. Yeah. I don't think that's the case. I mean, not it's not the case for... <laughs> Yeah, it depends. Then I think you have to look at like some people, like everything is going into hormone therapy now and like, yeah. what are your hormones and have you yeah. gotten them checked? And like, yeah. there's so much that goes into it. Yeah, that, it's true. You know, I think Carrie's is the baseline too. And then like, you have to yeah. look like if you have all those things, then you might want to go get some blood work done. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't know. And I think you have to keep it spicy. Yeah, you do. Yeah communication, talking mm-hmm. about things. I think especially if you've been together a long time, like you know each other, like yeah. you should be able to say like, hey, what is, is there anything that we want to spice it up? Like, yeah. is there anything that we can do? Like, let's talk about this like openly, you know what I like, mean? Like what do people do to spice up their relationship? I mean, that's legal. You just became a sex therapist (laughs) also. (laughs) Okay, so one thing that I really liked is I used to teach human sexuality, and I actually had somebody come in Oh, really? Yes. Okay, well, so we do know one We do know one. Carrie, you were hiding it. I'm not a sex therapist. That's not my specialty. (laughs) But I taught human sexuality, and I had um, somebody come in from the BDSM um, community, right? And so I was like, What's the BDS community? um, I'll let you look that up. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you need to look that up. (laughs) So it's it's an entire kind of culture and community. I didn't know a lot about it. What I really loved that she kind of described is they were really big on consent. They were really big on coming up with cue words, so like safety words. So it really like taught this like openness to be able to communicate what it is they like. Sometimes they had like scenarios. It could look different. Mm-hmm. Like it's a whole different world. They have like conventions and stuff. You're like, blushing over there. It, no, I, I it, pulled up something wrong. I'm like, it's like uh, Brooklyn Defenders. No, no. <laughs> no, it's not that. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, from your context it's like clues. Kink. Yeah. From your context and clues, fetishes. I'm, ga- I'm yeah. gathering where you're going from but it. What I really love that she talked about was just this idea of consent and open communication. Got it. And then if you didn't like something, it was always fair game to end it. And so what I liked is that there was like stipulations before it actually even happened. Yeah. And I was like, what a freaking concept. Because mm-hmm. going back to like what we're taught, like women aren't really taught that like they're allowed to be sexual and that we're allowed to like talk about these things, right? And then I feel like when they say women get in their prime, I don't feel like it's like this like button turns off and then or turns on and all of a sudden like arousal goes up yeah. for us. I think it's this freedom, sexual freedom. what you like. Yeah, of being allowed to be a sexual being. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of messed up that it takes us so long to figure that out. And so what I liked that this person like proposed is like, why don't you just talk about maybe some of the things that you might be interested? Like what are soft limits? What are hard limits? And what are off limits? Mm -hmm. And then ask your partner, what are hard limits, soft limits, and like off limits? And Mm -hmm. then that way, what if you have some things on the same page where you're like, oh, what if we tried this? Mm-hmm. Or what if we tried that? Did, did you figure out what? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she has no comment about that one. Yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Yes. That's a good one. Yes. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Which that is an unrealistic story as well. It, yes. yes. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, so there's lots of different things that people can do to spice up their relationship. Where is a starting point for people? Like if they're just like on different planets. Yes, that's a good one. Where's the starting point? Okay, so one thing I suggest is it's called sensate focus. And I have a lot of couples do this where I say, I want you to do some homework and you you are going to kiss all of the areas of your partner's body And then the partner that's receiving is going to say all of the areas that they really like, or obviously you'll know Mm -hmm. from the nonverbal and Mm -hmm. verbal cues that they like it. Don't tell them that you don't like something, but redirect them maybe if you like somewhere else. And I want you to figure out where your erogenous zones are. Um, A lot of times I'll tell them no sex. Mm -hmm. And I just say that because a lot of times they come back and they're like, we broke your rule. And I'm like, cool. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. that's what I was trying to get you to do. Exactly, exactly. Because I want to take that off the table because this is about like exploring and communicating. And sometimes it's just starting. Some people don't even know where their erogenous zones are. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, what? Yeah, Yeah. That's a good start. And then maybe afterwards talk about what really felt. And then obviously the person receiving then becomes the person giving. And so you want to exchange that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then a lot of times the person that has a hard time initiating – I have them initiate it first. Mm-hmm. So like to to really advocate and I think that's a good start just yeah. to kind of be able to communicate that felt really good. Yeah. Um, can we do that again? Mm-hmm. You know, obviously more women say that they like foreplay mm-hmm. first um, before anything. And so this is just kind of getting to know each other's bodies. So I think Fascinating. that might be a good start. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's a great start. Um, what would you say... I I guess it's hard because it's, you know, number one advice. But what is the best advice for marriages to thrive and be healthy? Mm. What do you write? So when a couple gets married and they have that like little frame on their picture, what the heck do you write on it? Oh, I know. (laughs) I think I'm always like, (laughs) see you in a year. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) 
like your first counseling your session. <laughs> Here's a little coupon. Uh, <laughs> Let's see, to have, I mean, and I know this is so cliche, but it really goes to communication, but not just communication, like use I statements. It's first figure out what are your top three emotional needs? What do you need emotionally from your partner? And a lot of people can't even answer that. And so, and then maybe reflect back. And like, if you don't feel like that's getting met, try to think of real examples that you can give to your partner, right? And then share that in open in an open way, going back to kind of what you said earlier is we can get really defensive. Well, I do do that. It's like, then that's probably not a good time to talk about your emotional needs if you're getting triggered, right? So maybe like you said, like, let's take a minute. Mm -hmm. Let's Mm -hmm. like come back at a better time. But, um, you know, not sweeping things under the rug, I think is really important because yeah. a lot of couples do that. Mm-hmm. They'll come in and say, we never fight. And I'm like, that's not necessarily yeah. That's not possible. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. because then it means that you're not actually talking about anything. Things. Anything. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so, um, you know, I think to have a healthy relationship, there has to be disagreements, mm-hmm. but we don't want to like, you know, bulldoze our partner or um, stonewall them, right? But this is about like us being able to both advocate. And sometimes that has to look like maybe not in person, maybe it has to look like text or it has to look like email. If me and my husband are like fighting, I to to not go into my old dance Mm because, you know, I can can be harsh with my words and sharp with my tongue. Mm Um, I text. Yeah, that's so, a good idea, right? And so yeah. I'm like I downstairs. <laughs> so I'm downstairs, and I'm like gonna write something, and I'm like, never mind, delete. Uh-huh. But then you can't tell the tone in a text. You're right, but I don't say really mean stuff. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I don't text. Yeah. I like to talk. See, but every couple's Travis different. Travis is like, can you text me now? <laughs> can you text me next time? But I think it's really good for me because I can be harsh with my yeah. tongue and then I want to say something and mm-hmm. then I catch myself and I'm like, look, I don't want to fight with you. Yeah. Like, I think this is what's going on for me. Yeah. But I'm still heated. Yeah. But it's like, it's a lot better than like my tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make That's sense? That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like figuring out what works for, for y'all is going to be important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a really good idea. That is a good idea. I like that. Yeah. And you could really just kind of say what you need to say and then maybe you take some time and then you come back together yes. and then you can talk about it. Yes. It's out on the table. Yep. Yeah. I really like that. Or a lot of times because I'm not in the moment and then because my husband's tone can also trigger me, right? And then we yes. go into the dance. So I'll text something, even though like before I wanted to text like my old pattern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get yeah. your last word. And in. then it's really interesting because I'll say, like, I don't want to fight with you. And then it'll be interesting because before it would be like, I think you should leave. Like I would uh-huh. tell him, I yeah. think you should leave. And and then I would want to say that. And I'd be like, I don't want to fight with you. And he'd be like, I think I need to leave. So he goes back so into now, the old yeah. dance. And I'm like. He would say, I think I need to leave. Yeah, oh, that was like, I'd like shoot through the room. Yeah, but see, my old behavior would be like, <laughs> be like okay, I yeah. wanted you to. But, yeah. I'm, but remember, I'm trying to change our dance. And All so right. it hurts me. And I'm like, he's, but he doesn't see it. He doesn't see what he's yeah. doing. Uh-huh. He's just going into the old dance. And yeah. I'll say. But I don't want you to leave. I want to like work through it. And obviously oh. this is through text. Yeah. Because I'm trying to get, remember below the surface, I'm trying to get like what, honey, like I don't want you to leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not going to solve anything. Yeah. yeah. Or if I ignore him, he'll leave. And then literally he'll like circle around the block and he's like, <laughs> I don't have anywhere to go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm 
like, what are we doing? Well, yeah, then wait, come yeah. on back. <laughs> I'm down at the end of the street. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He said, I got to the end of the street and I'm like, I don't have anywhere to go. And I'm like, see? So like sometimes we go back to like our old patterns and behaviors, mm-hmm. but like we can like resolve it faster. Yeah. And so- I know. I notice what my husband does when we get in a fight or anything. He'll like, he'll go to his computer and he'll start working. Yeah. And his work is like, he can just really tune me out. Yes. He's a very focused individual. Yeah. And that's where he, Does he pound his- on the keyboard. <laughs> he's, uh, typing. he's just yeah. laser focus, laser <laughs> focus. He definitely does not have ADD or like he is like laser focused on this and he can just go. And that's, I think his coping coping mechanism. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Yeah. I would send him an email. <laughs> I'm going to. And be like, that's why I love that idea yeah. so much. <laughs> he's on his computer and be like, I love you. <laughs> and it will pop up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was picturing. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> it might take a few. It might take a few. <laughs> he might go to the end of the block, I but know. he'll come back. If he went to the end of the block, I would. that is definitely not how he handles okay. things. Yeah. That's how I handle things. I, or I did in the past. I'd yes. be like, I'm just going to get in my car and I'm driving. And then I'm like, right. okay. Like, where are you going? Where? I don't have anywhere to go either. So... <laughs> What am I doing? Right. Or I would love a good door slam. Oh, yeah. I'm a good door slam. You know, when the kids are at home or whatever, if I got, I haven't done it in a long time. I think when you get old, you're too tired to slam the door. I don't know what. It's just like, I just wouldn't even think about doing that anymore. You don't want to scare the dogs. No. And what if we break the door? Like, then we're going to have to replace that and more work involved. It's true. But I just, like, now I wouldn't even think about that. But 10 years ago, that would have been my go to. Yep. Slam that door and yeah. Oh boy, yeah. I hope you felt that. Right, right. <laughs> I hope the really wavelengths hurt from him that. With the door. Really? I mean, that's a stinger. <laughs> that boy. was a ripple effect. <laughs> it really was, you know. So, so thought out. <laughs> but see, all of us have these kind oh, of patterns. Do. Yeah, and I it, know. it's okay. Like, but it's also recognizing like that we we really at the end of the day just want to connect with our partner. That right. really is what we want. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll tell Trav, I'm not your enemy. Like yes. I'm on your team, even though it doesn't feel like it right now. Right. Like, yeah, but it it is true, and I I've learned I have to back down. Mm. You know, he'll back down, but I've really had to learn to back down because I'm like, no, I'm going to get my point. I'm yeah. going to get the last word. I'm and I'm like, on a hill. Eh, I'm Sorry. old. You can yeah. have the last word. I don't <laughs> really care. <laughs> <laughs> what about, okay, so we're going to wrap up here really soon, but a couple more questions. What about your place in your family's lineup in terms of born? Like you're the firstborn, you're the mm. last born, you're, you know, what do you think about that? I think it's absolutely true. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. I, um, with my students, we always talk about birth order and the majority of students actually do kind of fit the mold with like firstborn and mm-hmm. like this pressure of like setting the tone in the family for them. And so there is sometimes those stereotypes are true. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously there's outliers and people have, you know, different, um, you know, dynamics. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm the baby in the family, but I'm the the girl. Mm-hmm. And so like, as a girl, I identify a lot with the f- the firstborn, right? Oh, because, really? Yeah, That's even, me. Yeah. I'm the firstborn. I'm the baby and I'm the, the only girl. Yeah. I am too. 
So yeah. it's interesting because like I am more of the responsible one. My brother's only 11 months older. But yeah, so so I don't necessarily fit the mold of yeah. like the baby, but yeah. I think there is something to be said about being a girl that I've noticed just talking with my students about birth order, but mm-hmm. or like middle child. Yeah. My my husband's actually a middle child and um he's really big on like he doesn't he's learning to advocate for himself for the first time because mm-hmm. the middle child tends to kind of get lost. Get yeah, lost. There's a saying that like it's middle child day, but nobody knows because it's middle child day. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> I'm gonna have to ask my brother. Both of my brothers are out here visiting, so I'm oh, gonna go home are? and ask. Yeah, what are, middle, what are you? You're the child. oldest. I'm the oldest and the only girl. Mm-hmm. And then I have two younger brothers. So what am I? I'm 41. My other brother's 39, and my youngest brother is 35. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. yeah, and I'm 47, and my brothers are seven years older than me, and they're identical twins. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Carrie's yeah. like, uh oh, we got <laughs> a lot of work to do with you. <laughs> you better make your appointment <laughs> speedy. No, I'm like my. My brain, my wheels are turning. Like, like okay, wow, that okay. would be interesting. Identical, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, you'd have to find. Here, here's me. This yeah, is where I go yeah. to it. I love it. Um, you'd have to, you know, because they t- there's two of them, right? right? They take up space, and so like they're like. So say, you're like the middle child. Is Am she I? like the middle child? Yeah, I don't know because they were so much older than me. Though, yeah, they yeah. were seven years, so it was like. I kind of felt like an only child. Mm, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. They were pretty naughty too. Were they? Yes. Okay. Very naughty. So you came in as the good child. I yeah. did. I came in. And so I think I've, you know, it was, it wasn't hard to do well because they did everything wrong. And yeah. if they were on today, they would actually agree to agree. all of this. Now they are great community members, husbands, Aww. dads, like firemen, like they're amazing, you yes. know? Um, and I think my parents are like, wow, we're really surprised that they're not in jail, but, but they, maybe, made they made it. But <laughs> you watching that, that, you watching that, you learned like, okay, I need to maybe oh, do yeah. things differently. Yeah, they would get a car, first car totaled. Yeah. You know, it was just hilarious, but that, and not hilarious, right? Right. But Scary. That's their, their role. Yeah. Now, well, my, and then there was two of them. Two so of that's them. why when you were saying power that, I was punch. like, that's interesting because oh, yeah. that's double I hate to say double trouble, it, but, but they were, they were yeah, crazy yeah. and great, but they were crazy. Right, right. Um, and then my husband is the oldest of six. Okay. So yeah. Six yeah. children. He's too. very responsible. Yep. Very responsible. I could see yeah. that. I mean, yeah. he had to be right. Yes. And yeah. Trav's an only child. Okay. Oh, yeah. I could totally He see actually that with hated Travis. it though. Really? He really did. Like when we got married and we wanted kids, he said it's more than one or none. Because I hated being yeah. an only child. Yeah. I do hear that a I lot, could, actually. I, it could be lonely. Yeah. You know, but, you know, I don't know. Our kids, sometimes when one goes away for the night, they're like, we wish we were an only child. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> don't say yeah. that. That's so sad. <laughs> Harper is a completely different child alone. Yeah. Like, just the most well-behaved, not fiery, yeah. like... Yep. I mean, you, then you put her sister there for two seconds and all they're doing is yeah. fighting. Yeah. So. Jack's probably too sweet. To, it's mainly Reed when he goes, away, she's like, I could totally be an only child. I'm like, you would be a disaster <laughs> if you were an only child. But don't you feel like the best parent ever when you only have one? Like, I always yes. felt like yes. I was so good. Yeah. Like, I could like, do I'm this. On it. Oh, yeah, I'm on it. I got this. <laughs> we stopped it, too, because we're not quite outnumbered. We've got two weddings yep. to pay for, two colleges. Yes. So Two girls are a good. lot. Two girls are a lot. Yeah. They're, especially now that they're both 
in middle school, one's 13 and one's turning oh, 11. Yeah. Like, I'm like, <laughs> that's so, yeah. I, like, I, I got to make it out of the next like, five know. years. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's a lot. We thought about having, well, I thought about having another one. And then Jill's like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm living my best life. I'm like, yeah. when they ask, like, are you pregnant? I'm like, no. no. <laughs> yeah. No. And your boys are almost out of the house. Yeah. Right. Yep. That's, they are. Yeah. I know. So you got a lot of traveling. Ahead. Yeah. I'm, I'm already there. Do they I'm, have girlfriends? My youngest does. He's had a girlfriend since his freshman year. Okay. So, yeah. So We're just entering into that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love her. Yeah. I always joke and say she's my favorite child. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. I'll trade you for her. Yeah. That's she, so She, like, sweet. gets me Mother's Day cards. And, you know, boys are kind of bad about uh-huh. that stuff. But she's... She's an angel. That's really cute. That is cute. So what, going into the last few questions, and it's mainly about kids, what would you say an appropriate dating age is? Mm. Yeah, that's hard. That's a great question. I always tell my girls 30. Yeah, I know. (laughs) My dad used to say that too. So I definitely think probably 16, I would say, just because Mm -hmm. then you have a little bit more freedom. You can kind of talk to them freshman, sophomore year about like, you know, maybe if they want to go to like a dance with a a significant other, like with a group, Uh I think that would be okay. But I think any younger than that, it's just so complicated. It really is. Relationships are complicated. We We had a friend and she actually, the way there's a couple things that friends have said lately that I'm like, I am going to take that line because I love the way they communicated it. Mm-hmm. And one of our friends told us that her her child was in a relationship or whatever. They broke up and it was so hard for her child. Yeah. And she says, you know what? You are not allowed to be in a relationship because you are not emotionally mature enough to handle it and I was like I'm gonna file that away in my head because I really like that if I have to you know deal with that I love that um the other one this is a this totally off topic but um one of our friends said uh I am not comfortable with that and I'm like that's the best line Mm. I've ever heard like yeah it just you're allowed to say it Kristen Really? Oh, yes. So they were talking about... I'm going to use that. Thank you, Kristen. It's the best. So it was about... It was like in the summertime of last year, their kids were riding electric bikes or whatever. Uh And it was getting dark or whatever. And I literally heard her just say, I am not comfortable with Mm, that. I like that. And I I was like that. that, That's like the perfect... You don't have to give an explanation. There's no explanation. But you're also owning that it's yours. I mean, everybody else has Has to to be be uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, that's it. I'm oh, not comfortable I'm with use that. that. Isn't it I'm good? File that away. I know. <laughs> so then, okay. I mean, when we were growing up, there wasn't a ton of social media. Right. I remember when cell phones came out. I, they, I mean, they are yeah. nothing like they are now. Like, how do you deal with kids in social media? Like, what's appropriate and what's not? Yeah. And I have this discussion with my daughter all. <laughs> the time because she wants Instagram and I won't give it to her. Mm -hmm. She, you know, all of her friends have Snapchat and be real. And this is like literally how kids communicate. And it is the weirdest thing. They'll snap pictures of like the ceiling, the floor. I'm like, I know this isn't even how you're communicating. And then they get to see what they're left out of. (laughs) Yeah. They get to see, you know, yeah. Reed still doesn't have it. I like, and I told Kennedy, like we gave it to her. She lost it before when she was in trouble and actually her attitude improved. So, I told her, like, your dad and I are thinking about taking this away. It's not because you're in trouble. It's because I don't think your 13-year-old brain can handle it. Yeah. But 
that's the only way that their friends at school communicate. So then I'm like, am I totally segregating Mm -hmm. her? I've thought about that too. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a slippery slope. And I think like the implications of like, we didn't have that. We didn't have all the complications Mm -hmm. of like, even my son, they answer, they talk on the phone, but they FaceTime, but they're not even looking at each other. It's in the pocket. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? I'm like, why are you even FaceTiming? Yeah. Yeah. What is that about? Like, like Reed was like doing her skincare routine, like washing her face, talking on the phone. And I was like, like, why? I know. Like, but I think because it's different than us. And like, that's what I'm, part of that identity is like doing things differently. Like if I start to say a word that like is popular, my kids literally stop saying that word. Like, oh my Oh yeah. God. We've yeah. talked about those yeah. words. Yeah. <laughs> Bussing. <laughs> and so I noticed that. So yeah. I think the same thing is true. Like I just call people on the phone and then if I want to see them, I'll FaceTime them. But for them, it's like, so they have their different rituals and yeah. things mm-hmm. to kind of exclude us, which is purposeful. Like mm-hmm. they're trying to find their own identity, but that's he, an interesting, that's an interesting way to think about it that I never would have thought of. That they're trying to find their own identity, their yeah. own ritual. Yeah. That. Yes, that is. But then I remember reading a study a few years ago, and it was about social media. And it was like most adult brains can't handle social media, the scrolling, the looking, the like, how do you expect a 13, 15 year old brain, you know, to handle that? So that's kind of like where we're struggling with Kennedy, because I'm like, I want to give her that freedom. Like, I want to give her a little more, but I don't Mm -hmm. like. What's too much and what's appropriate? Well, and I have another example of a situation where I have a friend and she was like, I'm going to give it to my daughter now, who is a junior, Mm -hmm. because I want to help her navigate it Mm -hmm. while she's still in the house before she goes to college and be able to like, you know, and she just, you know, that was her idea of a time frame. And I was like, well, I like that idea too, because Rita's 13. She doesn't have it. Jack's 12. He doesn't have it. Reed had TikTok for a little bit, but I don't, we she doesn't really it. do anything we, yeah. with it. We took TikTok so away. it's like, I don't, you know. Yeah. It's hard. It's, it's confusing. It is, hard. It is Like confusing. my, my middle brother, my nephews do not have social media and mm. they will not have social media. Mm, like yeah. it's just like not Ever. even non-negotiable. Well, he said, I can't control what you do when you're 18, but if you like, you're going to have no social media, I'll give you each like, I don't know. It was like five grand each or something. But because of the line of work he's in, the things that he sees, like I hear these things and the kids are like, can I go to Target with so-and-so? I'm like, nope. Yeah, and I tell them, yeah. my 13 year old, I'm like, you're touching me or the cart. You're not running off because mm-hmm. someone will snatch you and I'll never see you again. Mm-hmm. So that's the fear. But right. that's also me trying not to be blind to like what's around us. Yeah. Yes. And it's a very real thing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so it's, yeah, I, I, I'm, my poor kids are so sheltered. Well, it's a slippery slope, I think, informing them, right? Yeah. Like informing them, like, and you know, my kids will probably roll their eyes, but it's like, I'll send them articles, right? Like, here's the research, here's what yeah. it says. And they probably, but it, because I, I want them to make an informed decision because that's the thing is like. Well, I like that. I like the fact that you send it. Yeah, I do. I'll, I'll see it and I won't, and I, then I'll tell them about it, yeah. you know, um, but mainly it's about Mountain Grove. It's like, gosh, the yeah. stuff that yeah. <laughs> they put on social media, whether yeah. it's true, not true. I think, you know, I'll tell them about, they'll be like, what? 
really? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't know, but this is what is out there. Yep. Yeah. So, but I like that idea about sending it. That way, because yeah. it's like you, you want them to make an informed decision. How We have to teach them like, well, how do you do that? Like, Yeah. yeah and also how to navigate yes. like themselves. Like, okay, well, you, I'm not always going to be here right yeah. by yeah. you. So you've got to learn how to yes. look for cars. And situational awareness. That's exactly. what I tell my girls. Yes. Like, and we have a code word. So, well, we got to change it now. Mm-hmm. No, but don't say it. And well, we're changing it. It's it not situational they... awareness, is it? <laughs> no. That's not the code word. It's knife and chop when they were in jujitsu, but we knife changed it. So, and we, I just say, like, if I say that word, you fall into line and listen to me. If you see something, you say this word. And I tell them when you're walking out of a I store, like don't yeah. ever be on your phone. You need to be yeah. looking yeah. around at your surroundings, not only for cars, but people hiding behind cars. Well, and people the who earphones, are you. like the, I know. Oh my the gosh, earbuds, they're always yeah. in. Always yeah. in. Yep. Yeah. So I tell the girls, like, you always have to look at your surroundings. Um, even, like, when I get at the gas station, I'm like, lock. Like, I get yeah. out of the car just to, like, put the gas pump in. I lock them in the car. Okay. Like, yeah. you never know. You and know. It's scary. I, am, I imagine, too, having girls. You know, you yeah. have to. I mean, it's I know it happens scary. to boys, too. But, it is. Yeah. It's different. I yeah. mean, I, I don't want to say it's different, but it is different. I don't know. Jack, like, thinks he's a Navy SEAL, so I'm like, yeah, I think he'll be fine. I mean, he would really kick someone's ass, I think, but I'm not sure. Like, he's little, but very well, Har- mighty. Well, yeah. that's how Harper is. She thinks she's a lot bigger, because she's like, I will just, you know, I'll poke their eyes out. I'm like, yeah. okay. okay. I'm like, yeah. But she, I mean, maybe she could, but yeah. I don't want to, them to, you know, take the chance. But it's, you've, you've informed them, so they're aware of it. Yeah. You're not trying to, like, make them live in fear. You're just trying to get them to be informed. So I was going to wrap it up in terms of like, we've talked about individual, we talked about childhood, we've talked about, you know, family therapist, I'll go back through Carrie, um, and where they can find you. Oh, and yeah. I'll let you say your website. Okay. Or, or how your phone number, whatever you want to do. Yeah. So my website is com. It's K-E-R-R-Y-M-C-C-O-Y, um, LMFT.com. Um, and they can just go to the um, contact page and email me is probably the, the best easiest. way to contact. Yeah. Just because I'm okay. so busy. Um, but you know, they can email me. Um, yeah. Are you accepting new clients? Um, limited. I have okay. limited. Yeah. Availability. Okay. And right now it's probably telehealth daytime. So okay. yeah. yeah. Thank you. This well, was so thank you, I know. Yes. Thank you. So awesome. I hope you guys really enjoyed this. These couple episodes, this will turn into a series and let us know what you think. And if you have any other um, ideas or topics that you want covered on the show, email us at reversegravity.com and we'll be happy to look those over and consider them. And Carrie, you're just awesome. Aww, thank we love you. the time with you. It was a lot yeah. of fun. It thank went fast. learned so much. Thanks, guys. Everyone have a great day. Bye.